Too many penalties? Here's AI ball coach. A71. You jump off sides again, your ass will be on the bench. <laughs> okay. Good, good so far. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Nice to have you with us on this Wednesday morning, a rainy start to the day. And yeah, as Debbie is indicating, watch for some ponding on the roads. You know, the leaves are clogging up the storm drains, and that creates some uh, fairly deep little puddles out there. You can get caught up in one of those pretty easy. So hope you have a safe drive this morning. Some new information on the crash earlier this week. That sent Milwaukee Police Chief Jeffrey Norman and another officer to the hospital in an ambulance. Milwaukee's police chief and another officer both hurt in a car crash. They are both expected to be okay. That crash happened near 68th and Silver Spring right after police and local leaders held a news conference on reckless driving. TMJ4 Steve Shamraz and Susan Kim reporting. It really seemed to fit the day, right? Perfect headline. <laughs> Although it's turning out it's kind of not that simple. Oh. Right, so they get in this crowd. We have this whole thing about how reckless driving is out of control, and then wouldn't you know, the police chief himself gets in a crash because of reckless driving. Only it turns out it doesn't look like it was reckless driving. <laughs> yeah, it was a dump truck that actually slammed into the back of the chief's SUV, as as uh, indicated. Chief is going to be okay, as is the other officer. And certainly non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, they were taken to the hospital to be checked out. Um, doesn't sound like in this story that it was a classic case of reckless driving. In fact, the sheriff's office reports the big old dump truck's brakes failed. Ooh. Rear brakes failed totally. Front brakes failed to operate properly. So the irony of ironies, in fact, <laughs> did not play out. It was just an accident. Just an accident. News release from the sheriff's office stating, despite speculative social media chatter, reckless driving does not appear to be a factor in this crash. Company that owns a truck was issued a citation. I mean, you can't have a truck that doesn't work right. right. People were hurt, and no question. But it, again, does not appear that the driver was at fault. The chief and the other officer are expected to be okay. Seven thirteen. Brandon Snyde has sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After winning their first game in 42 days, the Green Bay Packers will be back out on the practice field later today as they get ready for a Week 10 road trip to Pittsburgh. Head coach Matt LaFleur is speaking this week about snapping that four-game losing streak and a look ahead to the matchup with the Steelers. The guys continue to battle each and every day. I see it, and I think we're making some improvements. We're far from a finished product, I would say. Uh, but just it, it does feel good to win, and I think that'll give us hopefully some, some energy as we come in and have a very tough contest next week in Pittsburgh against a team that's been as consistent as anybody over the years under Mike Tomlin. Um, and so we got to have a great week of preparation for that in order to have the same feeling next week. Packers will be back out on the practice field later this afternoon with an injury report that should follow shortly after. One name to watch on there, Christian Watson, who left the Week 9 matchup against the Rams in the fourth quarter. Over to the NBA, where after an off day on Tuesday, the Milwaukee Bucks will be back in action as they welcome in the Detroit Pistons tonight for a 7 p.m. tip-off. Head coach Adrian Griffin 
Talking about Damian Lillard earlier this week, addressing the work that is still in progress for the Bucks point guard. His intentions are great. You know, he's trying to be a great teammate. He's trying to make the, the right reads. But at the same time, you know, him shooting the ball is what we need. He's done that at times, and I think at, at times you can see that he's a little hesitant. And he doesn't, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he, you know, he's almost too unselfish at times. But we just need him to be Dane, you know, be who you are. That's more than enough for us. Coverage of tonight's game can be heard right here on WTMJ beginning at 6 p.m. with Bucks shoot-around. To college football where the Michigan Wolverines sign-stealing saga took another turn this week. ESPN senior college football writer Heather Dinich on possible sanctions that could be headed towards Ann Arbor. Tony Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner, has the authority to impose as many as a 2 game suspension and up to $10,000 in a fine. If it's one game, if it's two games, when is it? They play Penn State this week, that's huge. And if the Big Ten goes down this path, I would expect Michigan to push back on it. Michigan currently sitting at number three in the latest college football playoff ranking, so something to keep your eye on if you're a college football fan. There's not a a ton to be rooting for. I keep my eye on Wisconsin so much anymore. Sorry, Tausch. We tried. Man, so bad. <laughs> hey, what do you Maybe make of, next year. What do you make of the Craig Council stuff? You talked to a few reporters, and actually yeah. coming up next, we're going to talk with uh, MLB writer Adam McAlvey, our guy, friend of the program, uh, who spoke with Craig Council yesterday. It's what I would I expected out of Craig. Just Noth- kind of nothing, yeah. Didn't dump uh, on respectful, the organization. yeah. Kind of what you get after a, a, a win or a loss. It's right. the steady Craig Council, you know, nothing <laughs> right. really, not, not too high, not too low. Uh, but he did make some remarks. I'm sure we'll hear from Adam, who had the opportunity to talk to him. All right, we'll do that next on Wisconsin's Morning News. When you are not near. Hang on a second, Adam. I want to get this in. Traffic sponsored by Sendix Food Market, your trusted local grocer since 1926. Former Brewers manager, Craig Council. Now getting his side of the story out, sort of. We've lost Craig, but Craig has lost us and our community also. We heard extensively from Brewers owner Mark Antanasio following the news that Council set to be introduced as the next manager of the Chicago Cubs. Next week, Council speaking with only a few reporters following that news. Among them, friend of the program, writer for MLB.com, Adam McKelvey, who's live with us on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline this morning. Morning, Adam. Good morning. I've gotten some uh, mileage out of this Clark Griswold line lately. If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that sets the tone for the week. So tell us about the conversation. Like, how did this develop, and, and then how did Craig sound? Well, look, I think he wanted to, you know, say something to his community because he says this is his community and even though he's the manager of a different baseball team, that doesn't change the fact that he is a Milwaukee guy. That's his point of view on this. And, um, you know, so I think he did want to share some thoughts before the press conference at Wrigley on Monday. And um, this was hard. This was a hard decision. And um, all the things that he said, you know, I think a lot of people have pointed back to that video that, the Brewers made about, you know, him being a Milwaukee guy and rooted in this community and wants to bring a World Series here because he knows what it would mean and he remembers those days um, in 1982 because he was there. By the way, he was there in the upper deck at Bush Stadium when they lost the World Series and it was devastating. 
So all of those things were genuine. Um, he worked really hard over nine years to try to go to the World Series as a brewer. Um, then he gets to this unique opportunity. How many managers get to free agency the way Craig Council got to free agency? The adage is for that job, you get hired to get fired. Yeah, for sure. It's very rare for a guy to be a sought-after free agent, and he wanted to see what the market would bear. That was his only goal in this thing, he said. And he did. And the Cubs came in um, with a shocking, massive offer that, that changes, you know, the way managers are compensated in an era where everything is front office oriented. The, the, the GMs are now the stars and, and the, the richest guys in, in that, that aren't players. Um, and now Craig Council sort of, you know, we'll see whether this changes anything um, for the future. But this was just a huge offer that also allows them to be close-ish to home, shoot home on off days. And it, it just was something that, he couldn't pass up. MLB writer Adam McAlvey talked with Craig Council yesterday. He's live with us this morning. So it seems like Counts certainly knows Adam based on the article that you wrote up that, that people are pretty pissed about this. And yeah. I think one, I'll just pull one of your quotes. People's reaction to this, it's fair, Council said. I'm not upset with people's reaction. I understand people are mad. That's part of this. Was he emotional about that? I mean, he says he was very emotional on Monday, um, and I think he had a night to sleep on it. I think his belief is that, you know, in time, those emotions fade. Now, look, a lot of people are very hurt, and I certainly don't want to tell anyone how to think because the fact people are so mad is why Craig Council has a job and now a very high-paying job. It's why I have a job. It's why a lot of us in baseball have jobs. It's the passion of the people who come to the ball games and follow the games and you know, are willing to pony up to, to come and, and support this industry. So I'm certainly not going to sit here and tell anybody how to think or that your anger is misplaced or that it will go away in time. Um, if you're anger, angry, that, that's, that's fine because that's why we're all here. So I do think, though, that you know, I think his view of this is that the base, baseball sometimes is a business, and he wrestled with that. He he really did about being you know rooted here. And again, as I said, it, he he still feels very much a part of this community and says that's not going to change. Um, but look, it it hurts, and there's passions run really high in this sport. I, I do hope people at some point can sort of think about this. You know, I, it's always worthwhile to think about it from the other side's point of view. Um, it, it, was he to be was he to be forever the manager of the Brewers and never have any opportunity to take a job elsewhere unless he was removed from the job? I, I don't know that that's totally fair either. Um, and again, I'm, I'm not trying to say don't be mad. It's it's all it's fine. But I do think it's worth spending a little bit of time thinking about from his perspective what this opportunity means. And, and, you know, it's a great storyline, if anything. I mean, well, it was that plenty to write about next year. And let me make sure to ask you about this. Did and, and no one expected anything other than counts taking the high road and not getting into how this all played out or bagging on the organization. But did yeah. he say anything to indicate that we have something to worry about in terms of the future of the Milwaukee Brewers, that somehow, whether it be ownership or management, that things aren't right there, which is why he left? Well, we did specifically ask him that, and not like was there some big rift or any dramatic departure. Just you know, was was it less 
you know, were things going less smoothly with, with either management or ownership that led to this? And he said absolutely not, that he, you know, had great relationships with both of the essentially GMs, David Stearns and Matt Arnold, and, and Mark Atanasio, and said their phone call on Monday, he really, uh, you know, really was impressed with how, how graceful, as counsel put it, uh, Mark Atanasio was when he got what had to be absolutely gobsmacking news. Yeah, you believe nobody, him? including Mark Atanasio, saw coming because the Cubs kept it so quiet. The Brewers have tough decisions coming. They have tough, you know, I'm not, they could very well contend this year and very well make this transition to the next wave, which is basically going from this wave of young developed pitching that lifted them to these postseason opportunities to now what they hope is a wave of hitting that's going to lead the way. Well, and that should be nice. going to happen beginning next year. <laughs> MLB writer for the Milwaukee Brewers, Adam McAlvey, talked with Craig Council yesterday, live with us this morning. Thanks, Adam. Great to catch up with you. All right. See you guys. Hey, let's go Bucks! Bucks back on the home floor tonight. What they're doing to salute and honor veterans ahead of Veterans Day as well. Brandon's got that at 745. Vince, you love your wife. Yes. Do you, do you love her enough? <laughs> that to... wasn't like a loaded question, was it? <laughs> right. Why, what have you heard? You, you love her enough to maybe, you know, ink her name on your forehead. Neither of us would want that. <laughs> well, a social media influencer is claiming to have done just that, but with her boyfriend's name. Not husband, boyfriend. Dude, I, I'm going to need at least some nuptials before we're tattooing anything, right? Right. So, Anna, or Anna, Stanskovsky, already has a bunch of tattoos. And I did, you had the picture of her up, so she, yeah, so she is got, into the ink. Okay, She's got some shoulder and collarbone yeah. stuff going on, and now she has allegedly, and I say allegedly because a lot of people don't believe this woman, added Kevin in giant loopy black <laughs> cursive across her noggin. And there's video. It's not small, folks. No. It's really big, there's, like a script cursive yes, Kevin. Yes, it's love, lovely cursive but it's well done not on your forehead uh so there is video and critics say it does not look real like there should have been swelling and blood and she should have been in more pain because tattooing your face hurts should have been kevin have we heard from kevin <laughs> I, I don't have anything from kevin but yeah, she that's also is suspect. doubling down and she claims it's real and she also says it is spectacular i'm sick of tired hearing from everyone my tattoo is fake, yeah? Like, why would I do that? I just don't understand. I've got so many tattoos. Like, what kind of... I did it. Not a big deal for me, but for everyone well, else it is. I'm just going to prove it. I'm going to wash my hands first. And we will try to wipe it. If it's fake, then it would disappear. Mm, all right. I'm going to need to talk to Kevin. <laughs> She's quoted in one story as saying, if they break up, she'll just have to find another Kevin. <laughs> All right, good luck, Kevins. Please congratulate your 2023 WSMA Class AA State Marching Band Champion, Green. Yeah! tease ahead to something we're doing later in the show. I mentioned before the Greendale High School Marching Band is going to be Walking down the streets of New York City on Thanksgiving Day, playing in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, commonly referred to as the Macy's Day Parade. <laughs> that bug you? <laughs> like, Macy's no. doesn't have the whole day. It's Thanksgiving, right? But they do sponsor the parade. And so we're going to uh, director of bands, Tom Reifenberg, and assistant director of bands, Liz Parsons, joining us in studio at 20 minutes before 9 o'clock. I think it's fascinating because I, I think we all, and I have some self-interest here, my youngest daughter is a dancer in the band, so we're all going out to New York for the parade. 
which is not something I've ever wanted to do, to go to see that parade in person. Two million people, Michelle. Yeah, that's a lot. My, oh, niece, my niece is going. She'll right? be there. So they're going to join us and tell us about that process. I hope that's interesting for everybody because it's a complicated process and how you apply and how you get invited, the cost associated with bringing a whole band, a couple hundred people out there. And the equipment. Right. I'm sure you've had to buy some some pizzas and various <laughs> other things to help fundraise for this. So it's a huge undertaking for the whole community, and uh, we've got those folks coming in at about 20 minutes before 8 o'clock this morning. Brandon Snyder has sports coming up next. This report is sponsored by... Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Bucks basketball back in action tonight. The 4-2 and two Milwaukee Bucks will host the Detroit Pistons at Pfizer Forum tonight for their first matchup of the season. Bucks point guard Damian Lillard is one who is still working to find his offensive rhythm. He spoke earlier this week saying it's all a work in progress. This process for me, you know, is, is really new. Um, a lot of the situations that I'm in is, is just new to me. And just finding where I fit in uh, in a way where I can maximize who I am, you know, and I think I haven't really found that, that rhythm, you know. So I know how to play within what we're doing and get stuff done. I just don't know how to... Like you said, where I could find more opportunities for myself because that is what I do. You know, I score. You know, it's going to take take me some time to find that. Hopefully that rhythm gets found tonight with the Bucks and Pistons set for a 7 p.m. tip-off in Milwaukee. Coverage will begin right here in WTMJ, your home of the Bucks, starting at 6 with our Bucks shoot-around. To baseball, where former Brewers manager and now Cubs skipper Craig Council met with the media on Tuesday afternoon, saying the reason he left Milwaukee was for, quote, a new challenge. Brewers beat writer Adam McCalvey, who was in on that conversation, spoke to WTMJ this morning on what he took away from speaking to the former Milwaukee manager. Well, look, I think he wanted to, you know, say something to his community because he says this is his community. And even though he's the manager of a different baseball team, that doesn't change the fact that he is a Milwaukee guy. That's his point of view on this. And, um, you know, so I think he did want to share some thoughts before the press conference at Wrigley on Monday. This was a hard decision. The Cubs will officially introduce Council next week as the search for his replacement here in Milwaukee is still ongoing. And lastly, over to the NFL, where the Green Bay Packers will be back out in the practice field later today ahead of their Week 10 matchup with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Head coach Matt LaFleur spoke this week after snapping their four-game losing streak and looked ahead to a tough matchup in Pittsburgh. The guys continue to battle each and every day. I see it, and I think we're making some improvements. We're far from a finished product, I would say. Uh, but just it, it does feel good to win, and I think that'll give us hopefully some some energy as we come in and have a very tough contest next week in Pittsburgh against a team that's been as consistent as anybody over the years under Mike Tomlin. Um, and so we got to have a great week of preparation for that in order to have the same feeling next week. Packers will be back out on the practice field later this afternoon. Keep an eye on that injury report. Christian Watson, who left that game in the fourth quarter, he was cleared from a concussion, but he still has that back and uh, shoulder injury. So keep an eye on that. Hey, remember we were talking to Tausch yesterday and he was talking mm-hmm. about analytics and sports and he's like, well, we don't have like artificial intelligence managers or whatever. I'm like, well, not yet. <laughs> we're going to lean in on that a little bit with Tausch. Good. Grab, grab, grab. Nobody tackling. Pancake and I are, are working on maybe you can be an investor as well. We're looking for other people to to hop on board as we create the AI ball coach. Well, we don't have one in Milwaukee right now, so <laughs> right. what Winning better time? isn't everything. It's the only thing. We'll do that with Tausch coming up next. Ready. 
Idea Man. When one of your kids is in third, fourth, or fifth grade, do you always know what grade they're in? Innovative. There's no way Sarah would ever have to ask that question, and I felt horrible that I did, and I probably should have just not asked. Is that a really bad thing, or just has that ever happened to you guys? And Packers Hall of Famer. I think you should know the grade, I, yeah, I Tausch, say, right? I, It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, also sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. All right, Tausch, so you've inspired us. It's kind of a throw, oh, good. kind of a throwaway comment yesterday. We were talking about managers and analytics and sports, and you know we don't have an AI manager just yet. Okay, so we're going to go Shark uh-huh. Tank on you. We're looking for for your support and investment. Greg Pancake Hill and I have we're at the beta level testing for our AI old ball coach. Okay. Okay. So, what if we had a football coach that was artificial intelligence? So we've created a number of sidelines type scenarios for our coach that he or she might find themselves in. Okay. So you're going to send these things to me, and then I'm going to basically say that's a good idea or not. Now, as an as a potential investor, do I get to also cross examine and ask questions? Yeah. In fact, or I just want to make sure. Yeah, we're going to need your input. Let me let me run by you what okay. we got so far, okay? So this is uh, our, our AI coach in sideline mode calling in the play. Jordan, okay. let's go strong right jumbo, slot left, black 23 razor on two. Okay, calling in the play, solid. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I like that. Okay, that's, here you go. That's Ref, good stuff. You're killing okay. us. Take two weeks off, then quit. Okay, barking at the ref. Too many penalties. Here's AI ball coach. Hey, 71, you jump off sides again. Your ass will be on the bench. <laughs> good, good so far? I, I have to admit, so far, uh, I think we might be 4-4 four and four with this Packers team if we have the AI. Okay. All right, so your team's struggling a little bit at halftime. You need a halftime speech from AI ball coach. We've got 30 minutes of football left. Leave it all out there on the field, men. Inspiring. Okay, so no, so here's the first. Th- this is the first uh, little break that I have to say. I, I need a little more passion, a okay. little more emotion. The other stuff so far, the running in the play and calling Razor and talking to the ref, that's all good. Can't be monotone. We have we'll have to crank and tweak a little oh, bit okay. with AI at that halftime speech because that's that's ch- that, that's way too monotone and not enough passion for me. I can. Can this AI person bust a Gatorade cooler? Can he slam? He or she slam something on the ground? I need some passion. All right. So so far we're doing okay, though. If that's not doing it for you, you can put again. You can tailor AI coach to what your particular team needs. So maybe you need the classic or vintage mode. Winning isn't everything. Okay. It's the only thing. Good. Little Lombardi there. Grab, grab, grab. Yeah. Nobody tackling. Keep matriculating the ball down the field. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? Um, right there. So here's where now here's where we're running into issues. Okay. I think, and this is the question I had yesterday when we had this. I think the general grabbing all of the data and coming up with on fourth down, you know, in the monotone voice that AI coach has, fourth down and three. Well, this play will work. This, this. I, I think I'm on board with that. But the big things you need as a football coach, besides being smart and understanding what system you're going to run, is authenticity. 
Coaches will always tell you, you need to have your own voice, and you can't fake it. You can't AI that. And when you're regurgitating Vince Lombardi lines in a monotone way, players are going to roll their eyes. You're not going to get what you're looking for. So I'm starting to see as it needs to be more personal from a coach standpoint. Okay. We need our artificial intelligent coach to be more authentic. It needs to be more authentically intelligent than artificially intelligent. Okay, but you're not not on board, right? Are we onto something here? I there's something here. <laughs> I I am not going to say I like it as a former player, but I I think that with where everything is trending, yeah. I can see some of this stuff working. Okay, he's great in the post-game mode talking to uh, reporters. Oh, boy. We'll have to look at the tape, but we've got to be better. I've got to coach better. Guys have to play better. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it. That is what coaches say, and now you can't. Yeah, that is. uh, That doesn't matter if that's Mike McCarthy, Mike Sherman, Ray Rhodes, Mike Holmgren. You hear those same quotes. That is. Because coaches are always, they want to be as honest with the media as they can, but they don't want to say anything. Artificial intelligent coach is built for the postgame. That is built <laughs> for that. And the pregame. So I think one of the things we should look at as from a GKB standpoint, we could probably start looking at doing coaches preview and postgame shows artificially. Because you're probably going to get very similar quotations from artificial intelligent coach compared to the actual ball coach of the Green Bay Packers. All right, so you're in on the project. I think it's a fun project, yes. I think it's – and by the way, I think you're going to see – if you're already not seeing it with baseball and how coaches, managers look at what pitcher they should use, somebody's in their ear probably as monotone as AI coach saying those exact same things that, did you name this, Coach, or is this just super generic so far? Next meeting, we'll send you a Zoom invite. Perfect. <laughs> All right, thanks, Tosh. Talk again tomorrow. Hey, 71, you jump off sides again. Your ass will be on the bench.